The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and not of DOD or any of its components. Take me to the countryside. Hey, what's up, everybody? So welcome to your weekly 1R, W1R number four. So I got to get this out of the way. This is deferred maintenance. So I skipped last week. Uh, operational commitment. I think that's probably what we would put in, uh, in the 3M system. But in any case, I missed my W1R last week. It's because I wanted to get that Women's History Month with Diana Rogers out there. So this is deferred maintenance, but still we're going to do our maintenance. So uh, W1R number four coming up. So what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm making YouTube shorts and uh, also putting it on the, the uh, podcast Instagram page. Just quick one hitters that kind of talk about what we're going to talk about, right? So that's kind of like the intro. So I'll do one of those for the W1R. That way I don't have to bore you with the intro. And uh, once you once you hit play, you can just kind of get into it. So a couple housekeeping things. First of all, representing uh, Kinnick Red, Red Devils Volleyball. Uh, this is a shirt that my, my daughters gave to me. Uh, so go Red Devils. Just got back from volleyball practice for intramurals, actually. So, uh, you know, I'm not as good as my, my kids, but, um, you know, it's fun. Anyway, so, um, all right. So we're going to talk about a few things in this W1R. Uh, let me go ahead and outline them for you. So the first one is we're going to talk about um, – you know, what are you reading, right? Because I think that um, if you're not reading anything, then as an adult, that's probably a, a problem, right? Um, you, you should probably be reading some stuff. Uh, it doesn't all have to be like leadership or like growth or professional development. You know, it's, it is good to read something that entertains you. Uh, Audio books are great, but I think that it's important to, to exercise that, you know, that gray matter to actually read something, whether it's on your phone, I think preferably is, you know, in a book, um, turning the pages. But anyways, we're going to talk about what are you read? The second thing is we're going to talk about, um, whether you know it or not, you're influencing people. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think that you shouldn't worry about the way that you're perceived necessarily as much as you should just understand that you, you are certainly, uh, influencing people every day, right? You're, you know, a five minute interaction that you have with somebody could have a lasting effect. And so you should just be conscious of that. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And then the last thing we'll talk about is an experience that I had last week, um, where I had the opportunity to do a familiarization flight in a F 16 Delta Viper. Um, yeah, you heard me right. I got to fly backseat for about an hour and 10 minutes. Um, on a fan flight with the 35th fire wing here in Misawa. Uh, it's beyond words, but I'm going to try to describe it for you. Um, and, and, and kind of tell you the story, uh, lifelong dream of mine. And, uh, it was fulfilled thanks to, uh, what, you know, what I'll call shipmates, even though they're, um, you know, they're air force dudes. So anyways, all right. Uh, before we get started again, representing Kinnick Red Devils, also, uh, you know, if you like the swag, man, I'm not making any money off of it. I say this every time that I get on, but City Lokes brand, um, you know, citylokes.com, uh, City Lokes brand on Instagram. Uh, it, you know, if you like the hats, 
Uh, they've also got, you know, shades, uh, custom t-shirts. Um, man, they're a pretty, pretty awesome uh, little company that, that makes some really high quality stuff. And, uh, and if you look behind me, like I got some new swag this week, man. I got everything. You know, I got the American flag, Japanese flag, Louisiana, Texas. I got one for the Texas Connection. Um, so uh, check them out, uh, City Lux brand. And then, of course, uh, you know, Tree's Kid, man, uh, brings in the podcast every time. I think that's, you know, that's really sets the tone for, for um, everything that we're going to talk about. Um, it, you know, uh, so I, I appreciate him allowing me to, to, to use that music for my podcast. Okay. All right. So first topic, what are you reading? Um, I'll start with what am I reading? Uh, the first thing I'm reading is a book called The Second Life of Tiger Woods. Okay. And, um, you know, it, it, it's about kind of Tiger in his post, um, you know, uh, accident prone or, you know, he got in a couple of car accidents, had some, some substance abuse issues and, uh, came back to win the masters, right. Um, you know, 15 majors, um, you know, arguably the, the greatest golfer of all time. Um, and, and so that may sound, uh, I'm not into golf, but you know, it's about more than golf. It's about kind of his mindset for winning and, um, kind of what it takes to be a champion and, uh, and then a lot of the background information, you know, um, kind of insight for, for somebody that follows you know, the PGA tour and, and, uh, so what am I getting from it? I mean, um, some insight into Tiger Woods, which I think we all admire and respect. Uh, he kind of changed the game of golf and, and really culturally, uh, changed our impression of who was allowed to play golf. Right. And so, um, that's, that's the one thing I'm reading. Um, and, and I'm almost done with it. I recommend it. Um, you know, uh, when I was on the, on the ship, uh, you know, good friend of mine, Aaron Paul, he gave me, uh, the quarterback whisperer. It's the story of Bruce Arians, right? Another great book. So you're thinking, okay, so all you read is sports books, right? Dean? No, um, that's not the thing, right? Also audio books, fortitude, um, you know, by Dan Crenshaw and leadership, leadership strategies, strategies and tactics by, uh, Jocko Willink. Um, you know, I think that as long as you're reading something that, um, is thought provoking and, uh, again, like I said, gets that gray matter going. And, and, and I think it's probably important to, to read something that's applicable to your life. Right. Um, so you can take some lessons and, you know, sometimes you maybe you want to take some notes, right? Um, you know, I was listening on audiobooks to leadership, leadership strategies and tactics. And, um, you know, Jocko talked about, you know, uh, what do you do when you're a leader in a new position? Right. And he outlines like 12 points and man, like those are hard hitters. And so like, you know, I was listening to it on the airplane and I, I wrote those things down and, uh, you know, honestly, I'm going to have a poster made to put in my office um, because I think that, you know, they're very core principles and I won't outline them here, but there's something that you should probably look at every day and like remind yourself like, okay, okay. Like it's important to, to, to do these things as a leader. And, uh, and so I think that what you're reading at any given moment 
should be applicable to where you're at in your life as a leader, as a father, a husband, a human being. Um, so if you're not reading anything and you're, and you're actually listening to this, watching this podcast, hey, uh, you might want to reevaluate because I think that responsible, motivated human beings, um, you know, uh, should be taking in knowledge all the time. And the main way we do that is by reading. So, um, other than that, uh, what, you know, other things that I'm reading, um, you know, I, I like spy novels. I love Tom Clancy, Brad Thor. Um, and, and so I read a lot of that stuff, right. But it's, it's like for entertainment, um, you know, and, and maybe you're not an entertainment reading kind of guy, gal. Um, but if you're not try it, right. I think it, it, it flexes your muscles, right. It flexes your brain muscles that allows you to like create these scenarios in your head. These, you know, these, these landscapes and, 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 um, ideas of, of where these people are doing the things that they're doing. Um, I've been a lifelong reader. It, it, uh, it allows me to kind of like enter a world, um, you know, of my own kind of imagination. Um, so yeah, I, I, I read stuff for fun too. And one that I've read, uh, at least a dozen times and I, I'm, I'm going to start again probably tonight is uh, 1984 by George Orwell. Um, if you have not read that, put it at the top of the list. Um, I think I talked about, uh, you know, a few episodes ago about kind of like this whole idea of symbolism. And, uh, if, if you read 1984, then, you know, there's a lot of that symbolism that happens, uh, that kind of speaks to our experience in modern society and culture. So, um, anyway, so what are you reading? If not anything, you need to check yourself quite frankly. Right. You need, you need to like, you need to, you need to read something. It's, it's just, it's part of, I think the human experience is, is to, um, you know, translate those words from a, a piece of paper or your phone and, and like make them applicable in your brain. So if you're not reading anything, reevaluate, you need to be reading something. Okay. So that's the first topic. What are you reading? Uh, the second one is, whether you know it or not, you are influencing people all the time. And um, some people would hear that and think that, oh, well, you, know, you, you, you have to be in this kind of like leadership position or this position of authority or, you know, high profile type position to think that you're influencing people. But that is not the case. Now, do you have the ability to influence um, more broadly, if you, if you're kind of in a leadership position, absolutely you do, you know, but if, if you're the newest person at, um, at the job, at your organization, you know, at your command and your division, um, you are also influencing people. And so you need to be cognizant of that. Don't let it change the way that you behave or the way that you lead or the way that you interact with people, you know, but I think it's important to kind of cage it and, and, and maybe circle back, right. And, and kind of think about the way that you're ha having those, um, 
you know, interactions with people. I'm not telling you to take notes on like, you know, every interaction you have with somebody. Cause that's totally not what I'm saying. But I think it's important just to be aware of it. And I'll give you an example. So um, Isaiah Beltran, uh, he's a first sergeant here in the uh, 35th Fire Wing. Good dude, man. Just motivated, sharp, um, squared away. His people love him. Um, you know, uh, Mass Sergeant in the Air Force, um, went through chief initiation and, um, you know, had a hard time with it, quite frankly. And, um, but we, we got him through and, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he, he had gotten back from first sergeant school, uh, back in the States. And, uh, you know, some of his dreams were coming to fruition. He always wanted to be a first sergeant and, you know, uh, initiated um, in, in um, you know, as a, as, as a chief petty officer. And, uh, you know, he just kind of randomly showed up in my office and it was, all, I mean, it's all good, of course, right? I was like, dude, what's up, man? And, uh, you know, we talked for a minute and he gave me a card uh, and it was an envelope. So I, I don't open, I didn't want to open and read it in front of him, right? Um, but essentially it was like a thank you card and, um, you know, he outlined some of the interactions that we had had during initiation and since, and, um, you know, it made me realize that, uh, of course I knew that I, you know, that I and we were having an impact on him and making him a better leader and, you know, uh, helping him understand more about himself, um, you know, especially through the initiation process. But um, I, I, I think I probably didn't understand the uh, extent to which it had a real impact on him. And um, when, when he gave me that letter, um, that thank you note, it, it really kind of hit home. It's like, man, Every person that you come in contact with, this isn't just me. This isn't just Dean Howe, right? Like, this is for you that's, that's listening to. Every person that you come in contact with, you have some influence over. And so if you realize that, if you, if you kind of go into every situation understanding that, um, then the hope is that you will have a good influence on those people, whether it's the people that work for you or whether it's, um, you know, somebody that you meet once or, uh, somebody that, you know, that you're, uh, lifelong friends with, you know, um, I'll talk about kind of some some upcoming episodes soon. Um, you know, at, at the end, but I, I'll give you a preview. So uh, on the next text and connection, uh, Matt and I are going to talk about, you know, meaningful relationships amongst men, right? Um, which can be hard, right? Um, you know, men are like always in competition for some reason. I think it's the way we are conditioned. You know, we talked to Amanda Paul uh, today and, and she kind of gave us some insights about this this topic that Hopefully we can share with you guys, but in any case, um, you know, just understand that when you have interactions with people that you're having an impact on them and, and you just want it to be positive, right? Not because it's going to do anything for you necessarily. Um, 
more so because the more positive impacts you can have over you know a, a long period of time the the more good you're doing in the world essentially right um you know i, I could talk about this forever i mean bryce uh arnett you know uh another one of my long time friends um you know we were kids together in high school wasn't always the best influence with him but i think that um you know, I made a positive enough impact because I loved him, man. I still do, right? And I, and I had faith and, and confidence in him. And um, and to see some of the things that he's doing these days uh, is, is, you know, uh, it makes me real happy. And I don't know. It, it kind of goes back to the same thing that, I, that I've talked about a few times, right? Like, what's your legacy? And I guess your legacy um, could be money or fame or... Um, you know, going down the history books, but for most of us, right? Like that 99%, like your legacy is, um, is the people that you impact throughout your life. It's okay to think about that. It's okay to think about it. Like now you don't have to wait till you're old to think about it. It's okay to think about it now and, um, do your best to be a positive influence on everybody that you come in contact with. So, Anyways, okay, uh, so that's the second topic. Uh, all right, man, third topic, here we go. So I have dreamed about flying in a jet aircraft my entire life, my entire life that I can remember, right? I remember being a kid, and uh, I think, you know, I talked about this on a previous episode where it was like, hey, you know, you ask 10-year-old Dean, what do you want to do? Man, you want to go to the fucking moon, right? I legitimately wanted to be an astronaut. You know, of course, I'm an 80s, like, Top Gun kid. Um, Maverick, the whole thing, right? Um, you know, but uh, it, it, it's it's not something that you have an opportunity to do, right? Um, here I am, 42 years old, and I finally had the opportunity to fly in the back seat of an F-16. Mind blown, right? Um, I'll give out, you know, a quick shout out. My boy Joey hooked it up. It's not, um, you know, anything, you know, particularly special. It's something that, that happens. Um, you know, uh, the F-16D is a kind of a trainer, and so it, it's used... Um, probably uh, predominantly to do training for new pilots, but also to provide kind of familiarization and incentive flights for, uh, you know, folks in the Air Force that are in those F-16 uh, wings. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about it. So, first of all, uh, I got all, you know, fit up and everything, Got fitted for my G suit, right? So your G suit is like this; they look like uh, like chaps almost, right? But you know, you put them on, and the idea is that they they'll they'll push the blood out of your legs back up to your, your you know your, your respiratory system into your brain, so that when you're pulling the G's, you don't black out, right? So I got fit up for that. Um, you know, had to wear like a cold weather suit underneath uh, because up here it's freaking cold. We're supposed to get like a foot of snow uh, on Saturday. 
Um, you know, so I had to wear that underneath my flight suit, you know, get fit for, you know, your, your, your vest and, and, um, your helmet and, and everything. Right. So that was a whole thing. Went through like the physiology, of course, a lot of safety briefs about like, you know, if this happens X, Y, and Z about ejection and how to, you know, how to, um, you know, uh, maneuver the, you know, the, the canopy of the parachute in, in case we have to like eject and, which was a little nerve wracking, honestly, but, um, you know, in hindsight, it was, it was all, you know, part of the safety brief, which is very important, but, you know, fast forward, um, the time comes and I'm flying with, uh, the, you know, the vice commander of the 35th fighter wing. Awesome dude. I won't say his name here because he may not want me to, but anyways, awesome freaking dude. Right. Uh, I've known him the whole time I've been up here, just a complete gentleman in every sense of the word. Right. And, uh, and so, um, you know, the, the, the time comes, we meet and he kind of walks me through what the flight is going to be and kind of what the, um, the purpose of the, you know, kind of the training flight is going to be get all suited up. Um, and you know, uh, we get out to the jet and, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was pretty nervous. Like I was real nervous and I don't know why, honestly. Um, I was pretty sure that I wouldn't get motion sickness. Like, uh, I've been on ships for a long time. And so I wasn't, I wasn't worried about like, you know, barfing or whatever. Right. But for some reason, man, I had this like, kind of like when we talked about this, you know, this irrational fear of the dentist, I had this irrational fear of like passing out. Like I didn't want to pass out, you know? Um, and, and, and I've seen enough like videos on YouTube. I was like, man, I don't want to be that guy's like, you know, uh, nodding off in the back or like stroking out or whatever. So I was a little concerned about that. Um, you know, and, and you get all strapped in and everything. And, uh, and so that part was a little nerve wracking. And then, um, but you know, at this point I'm like, man, I'm committed. <laughs> I am all in, let's do this. Right. And, uh, and I'll tell you, you know, um, you know, uh, the, the vice commander couldn't have been any more kind of like understanding, you know, he was, he was very kind of like talking me through everything. All right. So let's, let's get down to the nuts and bolts. Right. So comes time to take off. And, uh, and he told me, he said, Hey, we're going to, you know, uh, he calls me Dean. Hey Dean, we're going to do a, um, you know, unrestricted ascent. I may have that terminology wrong. Right. But and he had to get permission from the tower essentially to do that. But and this unrestricted ascent means that so, you know, we take off, right? Uh, which was its own thing, right? I mean, uh you know, I've been launched off a catapult in, in like an old uh in, you know, uh cod, right? Like uh C two, but um it, it's something different when, you know, you're basically strapped to a rocket, right, with wings, uh, which is what an F sixteen is. So anyways, we, we take off and we're about 200 feet over the deck and, you know, uh, we're mic'd up, right? We have our mask on and he says, all right, Dean, you ready? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be a tough guy. Right. And I'm like, yes, sir, let's do this. And, um, essentially this unrestricted ascent means that he goes from 200 feet and he goes vertical, right? Like completely vertical. And we went from about two or 300 feet to about 15,000 feet in about four seconds. Like, 
I've never felt anything like it in my life. I'm, I'm doing like the breathing technique they told me about. I'm like pushing, you know, on my leg muscles. I'm like, I don't know what it's called. They told me how to do it. I did it. And, uh, and so like, I mean, like straight rocket, like strapped to a rocket, man. And it made me think like, holy cow, these guys that like, you know, ride no kidding rockets into space. Like they're pulling these G's, you know, for a hot minute. And it just is amazing. Right. Cause we're talking three, four seconds. Right. But still, I mean, think about that, right? Like two, 300 feet to about a little less than 15,000 feet. No kidding in like four seconds. Right. And, uh, and, and you know, we get out and we, we, we roll out of it. I may have said some choice words, which I, you know, I apologize later because, uh, um, you know, you don't like to do that. Um, but I couldn't help myself. I was like, holy fucking shit. Right. <laughs> um, so anyways, you know, and then, you know, we start doing whatever the, you know, the, the kind of training mission and, uh, you know, we pull, we, we do some kind of like G runs just to test everything out. And, um, uh, after that was all good, man, I was enjoying myself, but that first one, like, you know, that unrestricted ascent, like it, it, it was like, I told myself at like, when we came out of it, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Like stop in my mind. Right. You know, I talked to myself if you haven't noticed, right. Like, okay, Dean, um, this is going to be like a physical endeavor, like playing a football game or something. Like I told myself, like, you need to like mentally prepare yourself. Like, this isn't just like a joy ride. Like this is going to be physically demanding. Right. So once I fixed my brain that way, it was like, all right, then I was in the zone. And, uh, um, so anyways, we, we, you know, we're, we're doing everything and, uh, he lets me take the controls a little bit, which was crazy, right? Like, am I flying it? No, he's got the pedals. He's got the throttle. I've, I've just got the stick, right? But, you know, I, I get to maneuver the jet a little bit, right? Um, you know, climb from 15 to 30,000 feet and maybe did a couple of aileron, uh, rolls and, you know, dive down and, um, just an absolute dream come true. I don't know any other way to put it, right? Like I still think about it and, um, I'll tell you like the amount of respect that, um, that I have for, uh, you know, for the, those, those fighter pilots now, I mean, I always thought they were cool. I mean, I think we all do, right? They're like, oh man, look at those guys. But then, you, you know, you, you're like, oh, whatever. No, like real talk. Um, there's a reason why those guys, uh, a lot of them have kind of that, um, you know, that, that like uber confidence. I'll tell you why, because they're, they're, they're doing it. Like they're doing it like the thing, like that's, that may be the baddest thing in the world, you know? Um, and that's what they do for a living and, um, mad respect, man. Um, you know, I'm still going to like put them in check and tell, tell them, put their uniform on the right way, but mad respect for those young and some older men that are, that are still doing the hard job, you know, flying those jet aircraft, whether it's F-16s or F-18s or F-35s or, um, you know, like the, the, those guys are getting it in, right. Those guys and gals and, uh, I don't know, newfound respect, honestly, but man, it was, uh, just absolutely amazing. So, um, anyways, 
Um, all right, man. So that's pretty much it, right? We did our maintenance this week. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to talk about a couple of some upcoming things that are going on and maybe a couple that, that we just did. So if you haven't checked it out, right, uh, there, you know, I told you it was about to get hot and heavy, right? So Frank Rice, uh, so Joey, Frank, John Stone, Diana Rogers, the first, uh, you know, Millie Monthly is out, right? Um, Texan Connection coming out next Wednesday. Uh, Matt and I are going are, are gonna to film it this weekend. I'm, I'm interviewing, uh, you know, uh, Chris Norris this weekend. After that, it's going to be Audrey Meininger. I mean, I told you it's going to be hot and heavy, just like bang, 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 two, three episodes every week. Um, I am blessed to know a lot of cool fucking people, and uh, and and I just I love talking to them, and I and I hope that you're enjoying this stuff too, right? Um, so uh, please, you know, check out those episodes that are out already. Look forward to the ones that are coming out. Um, you know, the only thing I ask is, you know, just subscribe, like, follow on whatever platform that you're using it. Right. Um, you know, what that does is, uh, again, it connects you to, to things that, that might be interesting to you apart from the rising sun podcast. Um, you know, but also it, it, um, you know, it helps me be able to grow this thing, uh, and, and hopefully in the future, uh, get more guests on. So, um, yeah, so I'm loving it. I'm having a great time. I hope you're enjoying the content. Um, and uh, I'm not going to stop. You know, you've got my commitment. I'm going to keep going. And um, because uh, if, if, if this is impacting one person out there that helps them think, you know what, what am I reading? Or... What impact am I having on people, right? Or helps you appreciate our women in, in service more. Or helps you find the good in every day, right? Or helps you explore whatever your passion is that's not in the military, right? If one person out there is listening to, watching this, and says, you know what? I like that. And I'm going to do something about it. Hey man, mission accomplished, right? So, um, you have my commitment that I'll keep going. Oh, by the way, I love this shit. Okay. So, uh, all right, that's it. Uh, like I said, I deferred my maintenance for this week, but we're all caught up again. Um, you know, next thing you can look forward to is Monday, Chris Norris, Wednesday, Texan connection, and then, uh, W1R, uh, next Friday. So that's it for tonight. Hey, Y'all have a great weekend and uh, make sure that, um, you know, tell somebody about it, right? That's that's the price, right? Never going to charge anything for this. The price of this podcast, of this these videos is share it. Tell somebody about it if you like it, okay? All right. Y'all have a good night and I'm out.